first month first month of Boston's big podcast just uh that's a little preview we're gonna uh we're gonna be talking about uh the homie knockout Knockout. shit's banging Monterey new new album where's knock uh he just dropped that about a week and a half two weeks ago um I like the cover too got a couple videos where's Waldo theme oh yeah that's good he's uh I mean he's real creative as we'll talk about in a little while we got uh we got some sports to get to. We got some uh, some new music, uh, knockout. We got some new joint of Lucas. Lucas. We got uh, flawless new... real talk with Jadakiss. Yep. We a got of, a lot of big New England hip hop coming out. Yep. Recently. We got Tootie. The Tootie. Future. We got Tootie. My dog. If you don't know who Tootie is, you'll know after this podcast. Um, yeah. This is uh, we got a lot lot jam- lots of jam packing this uh. In this hour segment here, hour and hour 15, and, yeah, hour and change, take. you know, <laughs> hour and change. We don't we don't set it, we don't set limits here. Nope. Aim for the sky. Exactly. And uh, speaking of aiming for the sky, we got uh Wow, that's a good segue. What do we got? We we got some <laughs> Bruins talk to kick it off, uh, as as we've been previewing the deadline for the past two weeks, and now that it's come and gone, uh, big couple, move, couple moves. Um, big move, Rick yeah. Nash. Big new, big move, bringing in Rick Nash, getting uh, dumping that Bolesky salary, and uh, getting um, well. Spooner, I mean Spooner's played well for us this year. He's all right, but uh, he's all right. No, Rick can't Nash. Re- yeah, you can't really no pass Nash. up uh, the chance to get Rick Nash, especially only two draft picks, and we got a ton of prospects as we've been talking about yeah uh we uh you know who's to say we really necessarily need those draft picks you know we can give those two of them for with all the young talent we have i don't think we do i don't think we do need those draft picks no we can we can dump those for rick nash i mean who knows if we resign them it wouldn't be wouldn't be bad but he is 33 he is getting up there a little bit a little bit a little bit. I thought he was older than that, actually. But, yeah, 33. Um, so, for this year, because we don't know where he's going after this year, but for this year, how do you think he helps their cup chances? Well, especially now with... Uh, Would you news- have said before the deal that they were contenders, first of all? Because that's been a big debate. I feel like they were. I think people are underselling them. Like, I, I don't know. I don't see how you can't be convinced at this point. The only reason that I would say they weren't contenders would be if we saw some drop-off towards the end of the second half from the younger guys. But they seem to be, seem to have their legs underneath them. They seem to continuously be moving. And uh, as we... This is a big-time move. I mean, this uh, is like... And it doesn't really disrupt chemistry. I know Spooner was a... He was a locker room guy. You know, it's one guy. But we... 
Uh, Rick Nash is, I think he's going to be a big help this year, especially down Absolutely. the stretch. Absolutely. Speaking of here, he is right there playing some good D. Um, we got the game on behind us. He looks us. good already. He had that unbelievable play earlier. Hurricanes tonight. Down 2 1. Down a 2 to 1. Go in the first period. But it's early. It's definitely early. He, I mean, Nash the other day, he was already the first, after the trade, he came over. He played that night for Buffalo. Yeah. Against Buffalo, I mean. Yep. And, uh, I mean, he was making some moves around the net. There was he a couple, good, he had a couple chances, and I think he's going to, the, they want him to help Krejci, and I believe that uh, yep. he's going to be able to help Krejci for sure. He's going to take More some pressure Spooner off. More so than Spooner could. Yeah, he's going to take sure. pressure off him. He's going to, the, the other team is now going to have to really take into account that, that line more than they already have, you know? Yep. And as we've seen, it's been a good line this year. Oh yeah, Nash steps it up that much that much more, you know. And he's, I mean, he's a tough guy. He's not, he's not scared to you know, throw the shoulder, right? Knock people down. He can, uh, and as seeing a couple plays in this game already, he's he doesn't mind getting back there on defense and helping out the D either. Love that, you know. Love he's, that. He's kind of almost a two way player. I know he's getting older, but. You know, you got to take chances sometimes. He's still, this he still got some life in him. This means that you know, this means they're all in, and I think now yeah. this makes this them was contended. a move. Yeah, this is this is a move that's you know, one of those final moves you have to make at the trade deadline to kind of you know make yourself a contender. Especially, I think at this point, there's no denying that they're contenders. Especially with the addition of Nash. Well, Tampa Bay got McDonough. Right. You know, right. We were talking about McDonough a couple of weeks ago, maybe coming here. Yeah. Unfortunately, you know that's. Kind I'm of happy the way with Rick goes. Nash. Oh, I like I'm, it. Not, I like it. Not not saying that I don't. I don't like. I love the name. Rick <laughs> it's Nash. It's like it's yeah. It's just a great. I mean. His pri- his best year was what oh nine or something. So he's been he's been doing his thing for a while. The only knock against him is uh, his playoff performances. Yeah. Yeah. Which they do say. Uh, He's got a little bit of the Peyton Manning syndrome, apparently. David Price syndrome, David too, Price as syndrome. we've yep. talked about a little bit here yeah, uh, past episodes. But who's to say that wasn't just the environment he was in? You know, who's to say that he wasn't, uh, that he wasn't. Who's yeah, you. <laughs> phone's on silent during the broadcast. It's good. It should be. Apologize about that. Threw me off a little bit there. Yeah, but threw me off a little too. We're back. What are we talking about? So, we're talking about... Rick Nash sucks in the playoffs. Yes. <laughs> Allegedly. But, well, who, who's to, to say it was Who's to say it hasn't been the environment he's been in? You know, he's always kind of had to been, be the guy. With yep. the Blue Jackets, he kind of had to be the guy. Then they traded him to the Rangers. Yeah. Now he's here. And, I mean, once... Now Bergeron's injured, but still, Marshawn, uh, we got Bergeron coming. When he comes back, going to be out for a couple weeks. They're saying maybe more. Oh, hey! Kevin Miller. Kevin Miller, uh, 3-2. 3-2. With 2.9 seconds left now in the first. That's big. Nice work. Yeah, so Bergeron out two weeks. But Nash, everyone's going to have to step up, as Coach said today. And we uh, we need to see 
this is going to be what these guys are made out of. You know, the Bergeron's in contention for the MVP, so everyone's really going to have to step up and prove themselves and yep. fill. They all got big shoes to fill. One guy can't be expected to fill all those shoes. Oh, absolutely. It's got to be a group effort. I mean, but they've had, you know, a lot of, you know, a fair amount of, uh, most of their roster has played, I think, above their heads this year. <laughs> For sure. You would, I mean, I don't know, I don't know about most of their roster, but you, there's, there's guys like, you know, Heinen and DeBrusque and, you know, they've, they've been playing, I would say over their heads, but I don't want to take away from what they've accomplished, obviously. But, um, yeah, those guys are going to need to step up without Bergey, for sure. And this will be good to see how quickly the chemistry with Nash can happen. Well, yeah, he's know? really getting thrown into the fire now. And this, but. I think it'll be, I think it's good for the team, good for him. And then, you know, we get Bergeron that, coming back from an injury and when he gets healthy, you know, towards the end of the year. Yeah. Right at the perfect time. Hopefully, get him all ready for playoffs. he's playing at the same level he was playing at before he got hurt. Exactly. And if that's the case... And Nash is playing to his potential. Yeah, we got a good chance to take this thing all the way. I'm pretty pumped. I'm pumped for playoff hockey. This is going to be fun. This will be uh, not one of those, you know, one-and-done years. No. You wouldn't think nothing, so. Nothing. Though in the NHL, you never the, know. Yeah. Stanley you Cup playoffs know. are Stanley Cup playoffs different. are, yeah, different, different animal. They could still get bounced in the first round. I don't see it happening. But it's not out of the question. I mean, I, I don't know. I see this team as... I don't think it's going to happen. I wouldn't no. put money on it. No. But in hockey, things like that can happen. They they got too much... Too much heart. They got too much heart, but they got too much chemistry, and they just got too much going for them for me to see them even coming down with one... Like one going down in the first series. No, I, don't see I can't. I don't see it happening. I don't see it happening. I'm just saying the possibility is still there. It could happen. It could. My for guess us. is that it won't. Um, my guess is conference finals at the least. I mean, I would. I would like seeing them in Tampa go head to head. That would be. Games. That would be fun. That would be fun. That would. Be, it's definitely going to be a, a more. Exciting postseason than we would have thought. It's wide open now, though. Back in October, you were, you know, you got a point saying that because it's it's wide open with there was a ton of trades over the deadline. Yeah, a lot of teams got better. A lot of teams got better. A lot of moving and shaking all around the NHL. Yeah, but we got better. I'm feeling good about the Bruins. Hopefully, they can pull this one out against Carolina. This would be if they don't. This would be their third loss in a row, which. First, first time they lost back to back games. Right, they they've lost the last two. So yeah, a while, but yeah, first time they lost back to back games in regulation since November, I think. Oh wow! But it's nothing to panic about. Yeah, I mean, that second goal. You know, nothing to panic. Teams, about. teams are gonna go through bad stretches overall. They're in good shape. Couple yeah. games here, you know, we're still one of the hottest teams in hockey. Record-wise. I'm still saying hottest team in hockey. They can pull this one out. It's still the hottest team in hockey. There we go. Yep. Hashtag hottest team in hockey. (laughs) Take that, Las Vegas.
What and we got? We also got, uh, well, more on Bergeron being out. You know, the uh, the reports at first said he was going to be out two weeks. Now they're saying he's going to be evaluated after two weeks. And probably, probably likely he'll be out at least another week, maybe even up to a month. So, up to a month? I mean, I just see, I, I see indefinite. Okay. After like after two weeks, it could be indefinite. So hoping hoping that the rest clears up whatever he's got going on with that foot. You know. Yeah. You concerned about this at all? He's thirty two years old. He's uh. He's been. I mean, he's playing. He played through some shit in his career. He played with broken ribs in the playoffs a few years ago. Well, I was. Yeah, he's. For sure, he's not missing the playoffs. Oh no! I'm absolutely not. I'm sure he'll make sure he's back for that. I don't. I mean, if they can, if the the bees can, as we were saying, step up. Some like everyone else pretty much has to step up a lot and fill that void that they had. You know, it's going to be a lot more puck movement. Yeah. Uh, as I mean, not to say Bears you just had the puck, but you know, uh, a lot more guys going to have to move around, adjust a little bit. Yeah. And we're going to have to see who really steps up, takes charge. I mean, we just... That's as the, we were the beauty about, of hockey. You never know who that's going to be. Yep. It could be anyone. And going back to Nash, who knows? Maybe Nash comes up, and he's that hot guy, you know? He yep. comes up, and he's just... He's he's always been kind of a hot and cold player, so who's, who's to say the time ain't right, the change of scenery ain't right? Right. This playoff You push, know he's hungry. This playoff he needs push a cup. Plus, as we've always talked about. He needs about, a cup. Well, he's, I, a, he's a well-established all-star player. He needs a cup. As we've well, as we've said before as well, you know, contract years, those are always big things, and yep. he is, as we talked about earlier, free agent after this year. So he is. And who would, doesn't like money? I would not would not be surprised to see a nice streak go on by Nash, at least at some I point. I would love that. At least would at, you fucking put your phone on silent. <laughs> at least, as far as you know. As this far season, as. as far as this season goes, I'm saying, yeah, he's. I don't. I would not be surprised at all to see him turn the Jets on, especially this last little over a quarter of a season left. Yeah, you know, I think, think he would be the one to really step up. Out of it, like it, he would be the least to surprise me. Is what okay. I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised at all. I think that's why they picked him up. I think they know that, you know, he's hungry for uh, postseason success, so he can kind of wipe away that that reputation of, you know, not being a having the Peyton Manning syndrome, David Price syndrome. Exactly. He wants the cup. We want the cup. We want the cup. We're all in it together. Let's go get it. Let's get some duck boats here again. Let's go. What else we got? Gronk. Gronk, the the potential newest face of the WWE XFL commissioner, right? I heard he could be the commissioner of the XFL or some shit. I mean, just some people saying the he, word, you know, the name Gronk and the word commissioner just don't seem to go together to me. I feel like there's a lot, too much work that goes into that. Too much, uh, well, not to disrespect Gronk, but too much, you know. Well, when you think about it, it's it's more the commissioner's too much thinking going the, on there. More you think about it, the commission is more just gonna be 
Vince McMahon's still going to be running the whole thing. Like, That's com- true. Commissioner more means head showman, like head MC, you know? Yeah. Kind of like the manager of the wrestling, wrestling shows. And who's to say he doesn't jump over and start as, you know, a manager for someone or something like that? Mm-hmm. Might not necessarily become a, uh, a wrestler, per se, especially if he's concerned about his health and everything. I mean, although it is... I uh, mean, it's not... How much of a toll on your health does wrestling take? It's not real, right? Like, well, it's not real, but you still take bumps. Yeah, you like, still hit your head and stuff, but it's I mean, not its not the same beating he would take playing in the NFL. No, no, but in the accidents always do happen too, you know? Yeah, that's true. That's true. So it's more, it's more like he'd be, he'd be doing that, doing wrestling to do like, you know, he'd probably wrestle here and there, maybe mm-hmm. getting a match or two. Yeah. The way I look at it is A handful like, of matches, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But I, I don't mean, think, you wouldn't see him like, being like, you know, the guy who's wrestling every, every main event every week, you right. know? He would just, you know, show his face every now and then, and everyone knows Gronk. He would he would be successful doing that. Sell merchandise. Sell merchandise. I mean, the way I look at it is, in the next, how old is he, 28? 28, I believe, yeah. The next yeah, five to ten yeah. years. So if he were to decide to do wrestling, if he were to decide to stop football right now and do wrestling... In the next 10 years, he wouldn't make as much as he would make playing football. Next 5 to 10 years, let's say, I don't know how long, how much longer he would play. But over the next, like, 30 years, if he made a career out of it, and the whole entertainment thing, like acting and stuff, he would make a lot more money, and he can keep his health and well, that's his sanity. Well, that's too. The, the WWE not only owns the wrestling and now the XFL, but they also own WWE films. Right. They own... Like they, okay, they I didn't know have that. their own TV station, I believe, yeah. like WWE Network or something. Um, they, you know, they're they're more than just the wrestling business now. They've yeah. turned into a huge part business. of huge part of the entertainment business. So I, he'd be making money for appearances. He'd have a salary. He'd probably have. Uh, I mean, something. he's perfect for it. He's perfect for WWE. That's Some, like. Something did come out that said he'd probably get close to 60% of his merchandising sales. Wow. So, I mean, you know, who doesn't love Gronk? And that would probably... Exactly. How that, many, who doesn't love Gronk? Like, he's such a a personality. I mean... How many NFL fans would now start watching wrestling? Because, I probably would watch it if he was on it. You know, <laughs> if, if you... Like, they, I mean, he's about to be doing a run for him, I believe. Yeah. Um, going up. He's going to be at one of the next main events I uh, I heard somewhere earlier. And he's going to be doing, he's going to be like a main part of the event at some point. Wow. In the night. So he's going to be, as I said, I mean, appearances, merchandise. The WWE films, that's probably where he'd jump right in. They, they've already done a bunch of action movies. Who's to say Gronk's not the next star for them, you know? Right. Bringing a ton of revenue. Same, same thing, how many NFL fans would watch him? At, in WWE, how many fans would go see him as a main role in a, in a movie? I would, you know, probably. <laughs> well, I I know a good amount of Patriots fans. I, I know, yeah. Everyone loves them some Gronk. You know, and and as we've always seen, Gronk's 
about having fun. Oh yeah. And which apparently you didn't have enough of last year. Yeah, Tommy Curran. Tommy Curran uh, came out with uh, some some news. Some hard hitting news from Tommy Curran. Yeah, some uh, basically hot takes. Um, some, well, he seems to know something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He He's, did his research. He did his investigating. Um, yeah. Oh, some apparently, hot news. How about that? Not hot take, go. but hot, hot news. news. Uh, Gronk apparently didn't enjoy himself in 2017. Already was planning on retire, uh, uh, pondering retirement. At, training camp. Yeah, exactly. So training camp last year in August, Gronk was contemplating retirement. And we didn't hear about this until right before the Super Bowl when a report came out that he could retire after the Super Bowl. And then he was asked about it after the Super Bowl. And he said, he's, he was like, I don't know how you knew that, but yeah, I'm going to weigh my options and everything. So that tells you it's something he's been thinking about for a while. Exactly. And he's now he's And it's completely understandable. I don't understand how anyone can get on him for that. I mean, yeah, it's disappointing as a Patriots fan. You know, he's the best tight end in the league. You want to see him you know, play as many years as he can and get the most out of his potential as a football player. But you can't blame a guy for wanting to, you know, keep himself healthy and make money in a way that's not going to destroy his life. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, he's taking a beating. He's, no, you can't, and, exact, and exactly what you said earlier, how you brought up, he was 28. Yeah. He's been in the league eight years. Right. Since he was 20. A lot of guys retire in their late 20s nowadays, yep. and it makes it's, sense. Well, especially... With all the stuff they know nowadays about what even you know, no, those constant collisions can do to you. Even maybe it's not just the 20s, maybe it's just how much time you've put in playing football, you know? Some some guys take a worse beating than others, you know? Right. Um, some guys get way... Someone br brought up earlier um, on the radio, Earl Campbell, he only played like eight years in the NFL. And he's, I don't know how old now, but he can barely walk. Like, he needs a cane and everything. And he's, like, he's all beat up. And they brought up, like, the stats. He was carrying, like, he was getting, like, you know, 300-something carries a year for eight straight years. And that was enough to just, like, cripple him pretty much. Body can only take so many hits. Exactly. And then he just stacks so, up. So, you know, eight years might not seem like a lot, but when you're Gronk and you're being, you know, guys are targeting you on every play. Plus... Yeah, Megatron. Yeah, yep. Calvin Johnson. You it's know, pretty common. Guys retire in their late twenties. Even Barry Sanders Make retired a few pretty million young. Dollars and come up with a, you know, post-retirement plan. Terrell Davis. He was another one. He yep. retired fairly young. You know, it's Tiki Baba was another one. Yeah. I remember Marshawn Lynch before he came back. <laughs> yeah, I think he just wanted wanted out of Seattle. Yeah, that was his way out. But yeah, it's uh. So it'll it's be interesting. more and more common, and it's definitely, it's obvious at this point that it's at least something he's thinking about, that Gronk's thinking about. Well, and he's got to get, he's got to get paid. Right. Well, one way or the other, whether he stays in the NFL, uh, but he wants to get paid more than having to work for everything. He shouldn't have to work for all that, you know? He's, he's so, and I know he's got such an be, injury history. It would be really smart of him to to leave the game. <laughs> it, well, <laughs> it, really it, it would be, but what what I'm saying is, like he's he's basically saying like I want I want to get paid like I deserve to get paid. I'm the most dominant tight end in NFL right. history. Right. Like I deserve more than having to, you know, catch 
over 75 balls for another $2 million yeah. and earn that, you know, what did he get? He didn't even have, like, was, like, kind of like a, for his talent, a team-friendly deal he's had. Oh, yeah, no, he you hasn't know, been like making. whatever it was. He's not even the highest-paid tight end. No, and, you know, he deserves to be paid he, at least the highest High, highest paid tight end, maybe he's up there with like you know Antonio Brown, Julio Jones. Like he's, he's a, a game changer, right? So he deserves to get paid like he a game to get changer. Paid. And another thing I've heard is a reason that he wants to walk away is because he's just become fed up with the way the game's played now. And obviously, we know he gets held on almost every play, and it's hardly ever called. And he's getting frustrated with that. And they target um, his knees. They target his knees. There well, was the. The play where he finally the frustration boiled over and he he went after that guy Tredavious and he knows White. he shouldn't have done yeah Tre'Davious White he knows he shouldn't have done that he knows he was wrong and that's not who he is as a person and I think he probably looked at that and said you know he's I'm getting so frustrated that I'm acting out of my character and like taking cheap shots at guys like I'm not even having fun with this anymore you know letting letting the little things get the best of him right you know? all because the refs choose not to call him getting held <laughs> exactly on almost every play and finally he got so frustrated that he acted out of his character Gronk isn't the type of guy to take a cheap shot at someone but he just said had enough at that point and I think that's an indication of just when Tommy Curran says he wasn't having fun this past year I think that's an indication that's part of why yeah it's because he's he can't go out there and dominate the way he's supposed to because They've they've changed the game to stop him from dominating, basically. Exactly. He just snaps. Exactly. You know, you just at a certain point you just snap. Get fed up and you just ah. <laughs> exactly. But, but uh, like when he threw haymakers at the end of the Super Bowl against the Seahawks. Well, that was. <laughs> they just trying to kneel at the end there. Yeah, you I know. know. That was that was a little different. A little different. But that's Gronk snapping, though. Yeah, exactly. Don't go after my quarterback. Don't go after my guys. Mm-hmm. Which, it, you know, if we don't, if we lose, if Gronk retires, now we're going to have Martellus Bennett that we would have to pick up the option on or renegotiate. What did Martellus Bennett do for us last year? Oh, he had a couple catches in the only game he played. Yeah. But he did, I mean, a couple catches, that kind of, a couple catches in one game, how long did it take Dwayne Allen to get one, you know? Well, he's better than Dwayne Allen, that's for sure. And we got Hollister, but Hollister seems to, I don't know, maybe let the moment get the best of him sometimes or something, I don't know. He didn't didn't ever seem to really stand out, Yeah, you know? He never, I remember there was plenty of times Brady threw to him and, Either dropped the ball, cut the wrong way, you know? Yeah. And you can't – Brady's one of those trust guys. You can't earn his trust when you're just – Dropping passes. Dropping passes, <laughs> running the wrong way on a route, yeah. you know, reading the option the wrong way. you got to be in sync with him. Yeah. So, Gronk. It's, un- it's unfortunate that it's kind of coming down to this, you know? You have to yeah. figure out well, what to do with well, life after Gronk before we think about life after Brady. Hopefully, he stays at least another year. But we'll see. One more. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't see him, you know, going out before this next season. I just can't see it. I, I don't think. I think he has a little bit left to, to show. Although, if he retired now, would he be already the greatest tight end ever? 
I I, I already yes. said it. I, I already yes. I already said he he's the most dominant he's number one. I think he's the most dominant yeah. tight end ever. Hall of Famer already. Yeah. Yeah. I mean what? Yeah. He's got right, rings. So he's got couple rings. Hall of Famer, best tight end ever. What what else does he have to prove? He doesn't have much to prove. Not much. I mean, the only thing is if he does, he want to go out on top. He didn't play in one of those Super Bowls. Yeah. So I don't know if you. I mean, I guess you can give him two rings, but he played most of the season. You know, he's <laughs> he has two rings. Yeah. He didn't play in one of the Super Bowls. Um. Yeah. The only thing I could think is maybe getting one more Super Bowl. That's but other only... than that, I don't think he cares about records and stuff. He's already the best tight end ever, like you said. I I don't think he has that much else to prove. And I think to him, keeping his health is more important than whatever accolades he should be chasing or what football fans think he should be chasing. I don't think Gronk really cares about <laughs> a lot of that stuff. I think he's had a really successful career. He's happy with what he's accomplished in the NFL, and he wants to move on. Exactly. I mean, he's a household. He's one of the faces of the NFL, you know? Yeah. And pretty soon he could be the face of the but WWE. One, I'm, I'm giving him one year, one more year. I, I'm, I, I'm still, I'm, I'm leaning that he comes back, but it's, it's, I'm about yeah. six, 65, 35, you know? Like okay. I'm, I'm right about there. Um, right. Yeah, I'd maybe think... sixty forty even. Like I, I don't know. It's, it's the way close. that he answered that question after the Super Bowl was a little suspicious. When he was like, "How I don't know how you knew about that." You know. I mean, he must not have been talking about it to too, too many people. Yeah. But it kind of caught eyes. Like, oh, you you knew that I was thinking about retiring, like. It's definitely something that's in his head. Yeah, it's been as evidence. So we'll see of, what happens of Tom Curran, Tommy Curran. Yeah, Tommy Curran really hit the, he dropped the hammer. Exactly. <laughs> We've been talking about this ever since the Super Bowl, but Tommy Curran really dropped the hammer. You know, he's not having fun. He's yeah. Like you said before, he was contemplating retirement in training camp. Like that's training camp. It's kind of unheard of, you know. Uh, Absolutely. Or not, not unheard of, I guess, but for for a guy so young that we all expected, I mean, we. I don't think any any Patriots fans knew that. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't even evident of it. The only the only thing was when Bedard in the in training camp, he he had tweeted something that was along the lines of uh, basically didn't look like the same Gronk. Which, yeah. but he, uh, who's to say he was under a new workout regimen? Maybe he wasn't as active or whatever. But he didn't look like the same. And now it's really coming true with seeing this current article or this in this current clip that he's not. He wasn't happy. And yeah. Bedard had a point. You know, he didn't you look know, like the Gronk's same. all about having fun. If he's not having fun, he wants nothing to do with it. Exactly. And he loves the competition. He loves working hard. But if he's not having fun with it, then forget about it. Exactly. Why? Like Drake said, the moment I stop having fun with it, I'll be done with it. <laughs> Fair enough. You know, he, and he, Gronk could be cut from that same cloth. And it's not, I mean, what's there to, like we were saying, what's there to keep him there? Exactly. I mean, it's not like he's chasing a record or anything. You don't, nope. you don't care about it. Or if he did, he, he already broke it. I don't feel him. like he feels any, like, really strong allegiance to the Patriots either. 
I feel like he feels a stronger allegiance to himself and his family and his friends, which is the way it should be. But he doesn't feel like he needs, he owes the Patriots anything. Yeah, I believe that. You know? I feel like he owes, he feels like he owes himself, you know, and his family, he owes them his health and well-being. Well, to him, so. to him, he's given the Patriots a lot, you know? He Sacrificed has. his body. Yes, absolutely. There's no question about that. And maybe he's seeing, if they're not talking, like, something real good deal, maybe he's seeing the writing on the wall then, you know? Maybe he's all set with it. Yep. Sucks to say, but... It is what it is. I wouldn't fault him at all for walking away. Yeah. Well, you know. We'll be all right. From from walking away to walking into the press conference, we yeah. have... Uh, we got some J.D. Martinez to get into, Your segues too. are fucking on point today. <laughs> I was working on <laughs> Oh, man. You know? That was that was good. That was good. From walking out. <laughs> now we're walking to the press conference. Now we're walking in. Seeing Mr. J.D. Martinez. One door closes, another opens. Exactly. J.D. Martinez. J.D. Martinez Finally introduced. In. After about a week of physicals. getting his physical taken. Million physicals. Million physicals. Had to pee in the cup, turn and cough. Yep. Took a week. Three different doctors. <laughs> but now we see, we hear why with the contract kind of, I guess, a little renegotiating before they finished the final deal mm-hmm. with some opt-out clauses in the final years of the contract, which I think kind of helps the Red Sox out a bit, um, especially towards the end of the year. As we talked about before, he's kind of always been an injury-prone kind of guy. He never really plays a full season, so... Some of those protections, I, th- I thought. more than 123 games once in his career. Yeah. he. Uh, That's no good. That's no, no good, folks. We have to see, uh, you know, I, th- I think that's, like I said before. Hey! We got another goal for the Bees. Tied up 3-3. Let's go. Awesome. There's, the, there's our other trade acquisition. Who I is forgot. That? Wingles. Wingles. We didn't. We he scored the goal. Yeah, he scored. Wingles. Tommy Wingles. His eighth goal him, of the season. Got him from the Blackhawks for uh, his eighth I goal think. of the season. His first game with the Bruins. Yep. Finds the back of the net. Ooh, Snipe. nice. There we go, bees. All right. Right inside that blue line. Top corner. Bye. Top shelf. The reaction from the bench. They're loving it. Welcome. Well, Welcome to Boston. Welcome to Boston. Who knows? Maybe Wingles will be the new, uh, he might be. What did you call him up. before the show? Wiggles? You said his name was Wiggles? I, I couldn't remember <laughs> if it was Wiggles or Wingles or, uh, you know, uh, Wingles. Seagulls. That's a good name. But a good name. Who knows? He, he might be one of, one of the new, uh, one of the new Boston cult heroes. Yep. Never know. We always seem to get a couple out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. Got him from Chicago for a couple draft picks. And he's back in again. There he is. Oh, Ooh, going for number two real quick. All right. I like that. So we got to right. can't get you guys, distracted. Yeah, here. we can't get too distracted. You guys are probably already seen the game. But anyway, <laughs> at this point. But uh, J.D. Martinez, as we were saying, he's here now. Finally at his press conference, put on his jersey. Looks and he, good. And he's got the Liz Frank injury with the foot or the knee, whatever. I had never heard about it until 
the Liz, this contract. Why is it called the Liz Frank injury? I don't know. It's all one word. I saw it earlier. That's uh, an actual thing. It's called the Liz Frank injury. Yep, and uh, it's been career ending for some people. Oh, really? Yeah. So, in in all different sports. So, Liz. I swear to God. L i s, f r a n c. Yeah, it's it's French. It's a French word. When you said Liz Frank, I was thinking like L i z, f r a n k, like a name, like Elizabeth Frank. Nope. Liz Frank. <laughs> Liz Frank. Fracture. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how. Uh, I don't oh know how to pronounce it really. Everyone, Injury of the foot in which one or more of the metatarsal bones are displaced from the tarsus. Interesting stuff. Got to be careful about that tarsus. Yeah, that tarsus. Watch that tarsus. That Liz Frank. <laughs> I thought Liz Frank was a name. <laughs> Yeah, this lady Liz Frank had this injury in her <laughs> yeah, foot. Like her tosses came apart. Like Tommy John surgery, Liz Frank surgery. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You know, she could have been one of those Olympic runners or something. Yeah, it's a foot. She sounds like an Olympic runner, Liz Frank. Sounds like an author. But anyways, <laughs> so we we finally be, been able to bring him in, and I don't think he well he's down and down in Fort Myers, but I don't believe he's uh, been in. He might have gotten. In, the game, one of the games today. I don't they think had, he did. They had the split squad today. I'm not sure if he did or not. But I don't think. Let me check on that. I believe I he, he is. Did. He is at JetBlue. Ready to go, apparently. Getting ready, getting acquainted with his newest teammates. Yep. And well, he's uh, already buddies with David Price, apparently, right? Well, from their, from their Detroit days, he which, always calls Price and asks how Astros doing. Well, the funny part about that is Price was saying that he told. JD that he'd get booed no matter what if he came here, and oh my God, David Price, shut up! <laughs> and JD doesn't recall that ever happening. He he didn't say it. He said there was nothing like that. He said that David Price, you know, just told him that fans out here were very good fans. Da da da. Oh, I heard that. Yeah, I'm sure David so, Price has nothing but great things to say about Boston fans. He just loves it here. He does. He does. He we're so, so positive. Yeah. He loves our positivity. We're never negative about nope. David Price, you know? Nope. Never talking shit about, oh, we were earlier in the segment, earlier in the earlier in the podcast, so with that yeah. choking in the playoffs. No, we talked plenty of shit about David Price. So, you know. We were kidding. We're being facetious here. Yeah. David Price, uh, he brings it on himself. I'm looking forward to, at least with J.D. coming out and saying the opposite of, of what Price said, I'm looking to see... JD kind of come out. That's a good thing. Yeah. Good sign. I'd like. I'd love to see JD be that guy. That who knows? Maybe he will be that bad. Thirty-five, forty home runs this year. You know who's hey, to say? Because we did last year, we're in good shape. But it's a good sign that he's not, you know, buying into David Price's uh, way of way of thinking. Because yeah, I, you don't want to be friends with David Price on this team. No, I mean. You can be friendly with him, but if that's one of your best friends on the team, that's probably not a good sign. No offense, David Price. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just when you come here. You don't have the right attitude. Exactly. you gotta, you got to kind of have, as someone has said before, you can't have those Dumbo ears, those supersonic ears. Right. Um, can't let the noise get oh, to you. Ignore oh, the freaking noise. Oh, it's wise. not that hard. Ignore the noise, David Price. Oh, There's a lot of noise, if you haven't noticed. That was... That and was... listening to it. Does not help you at all. <laughs> that was from a, a wise man, one that I've referenced before. He's oh, Paul. Yeah, he's, he's oh. mentioned that 
the Dumbo ears. Some people have Dumbo ears. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> David Price. You know, so... And David Eastman. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah, David Price, you know, he's got a little bit more yeah. uh, of an important position than me. It's a Dave thing. I don't know. It must be a Dave in Boston thing. <laughs> must be. Oh, man. Yeah, but David Price... Uh, who knows? Maybe, like we said before, maybe David. Turns I just hope he doesn't try to take take JD under his wing and you know Groom influence him. him too much. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing a lot of pop out of that bat and a lot of pop out of that lineup. Oh yeah, I'm hoping. Sure. I mean, now Hanley's saying we're ready to stomp on next signing him. That's what I love. I love hearing that from Hanley. From Hanley, yeah, I love when Hanley gets fired up. You know, he's. I loved in the playoffs last year when they went down, they went down uh, 2-0. And then Hanley comes out with the Believe in Boston flag before the game, and he had a couple of big hits in that game, and they won. Yep. That's the Hanley I love right there. Let's see it this year. Passionate Hanley. Looking forward to this. Oh, yeah. That 3-4. I'm getting excited for baseball season now. Oh, yeah. You know, you can smell the grass clippings. It's getting yep. warmer out here. Yep. I see 60 degrees tomorrow. We saw a 70 last week. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling it. Yep. I'm getting. I feel the weather turning. Spring is in the air. It's in the air. That damn groundhog. Baseball I don't care if you season. saw your shadow. You know, you didn't. You ain't right. Yeah. I don't believe it. Nope. I don't want to believe it. It's baseball season now. You know, we got not quite. We got Still in February, but we're getting there. Hey, hey, they're, they're playing down in <laughs> They're Fort playing Myers. down in That's Florida. A, Playing down in Florida, not playing, not playing in Boston yet. You know, but they're hey, they're getting started. Getting started. So it's a good getting, sign. I mean, that, summer's coming. That means the wheels are starting to turn here. Yep. You know, I love time it. to get it going. But in the meantime, we still got our winter teams. We talked about the Bruins earlier. We got the Celtics. There's a segue from Jack. Segway. All right. All right. We're killing the segways today, folks. There we go. Celtics. Struggled, stumbled into the All-Star break. 3-0 and since the All-Star break. Yep. Killing it. Daniel Tice, the bench looks really good. Marcus back. Marcus back. That's a huge factor right there. Need that toughness on defense that he brings. Yep. Kyrie was unbelievable last night. They played the Grizzlies, who suck. But 25 points from Kyrie, something like that? 25 points, 6 rebounds, 5 assists in 25 minutes. Damn. He did all that in 25 minutes. And then, what do we win? Uh, one. We won by like the final score was by like eleven points, but it was it was pretty much a blowout the whole game. Just missed covering the spread. Yeah. Well, good thing I'm not a betting man. Good thing. Lost probably lost money on that. Yeah. But yeah. as we got Marcus Smart back, we got. Um, you know that adds Marcus depth Morris to the bench. looks good. He's Morris. been he's been healthy lately, which is good. Greg Monroe with a do not uh, did not play coach's decision last night. That's interesting. Um, That's interesting. What do you think about that? Kind of curious to see how well he's gelling with the team. Yeah, it looks like it's taken a little while. You know, maybe he is just maybe he needs a couple more practices under his belt. Maybe he's not maybe. getting. I know Brad's Steven playbook said. Or something. Brad said, you know, when they about a week after they acquired him, he was like. Going into the All-Star break, he's talking about, you know, everyone should be on the same page at this point, except for Greg Monroe, because he just got here. 
So he was given like a little leeway, but it seems like it's taken a while for the leeway to kick in. Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. Um, I mean, I'm hoping, as we've talked about, you know, Rick Nash being motivated, Price being motivated, everyone, mm-hmm. everyone basically be motivated. Let's hope he's motivated to help this team. You know, who's yeah, he's. I mean, he has what we need if he plays his game. He does. You know? We need that guy down low. Absolutely. And he he's definitely, especially if he comes off the bench, he'd be great with providing that. I mean, who's to say he doesn't couldn't start and provide that well? But he's not. We don't need him to start. You know, right? Uh, starting five is a very good starting five. Very good. One very of the best good. in the NBA. Absolutely. Damn right. Speaking of the best in the NBA, we got. Well, we're playing the Hornets next on, uh, that's tomorrow. But yeah. then Saturday, we got a matchup in Houston against Ooh. the Rockets. That'll be the a good 47 and 13 Rockets. That's going to be a big test for us. That must be a national game. It's got to be. 8.30 p.m., yeah. That'll be a good game. Yeah. Hopefully we bring that defense, you know, that gritty, gritty defense. That's going to be, I mean, we're at the point in the season right now, you know, after the All-Star break. They say it's the halfway point, but it's not. It's more like two-thirds. Yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, Jesus, it's, a, More like it's February this season. It's almost, it's almost three quarters. Yeah, I was gonna say, almost <laughs> close to three quarters of the season. But, uh, it's only about twenty games left, I'd say. Yeah, so after the All Star break, this is the home stretch. This is where, you know, this is where the the good teams separate themselves. Exactly, and this is where we need to see those young I'm, guys step up. I'm excited for that game in Houston on Saturday. It's going to be a big one. This is where big J- one. this is where Jalen, you know, he can't get in that sophomore slump. Right. You know, he can't get. This is where Tatum, he can't hit that rookie wall. Nope. Although he might. Well, and luckily for us, we do have some depth pieces, but you know, we don't want to have to rely on the depth pieces that we saw with the with the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Relying yeah, on we're depth. not relying on you know semi Ojale in the playoffs. That's not happening. We can't do that. No offense to Semi Ojale, but or uh, what's his name? Uh, Abdel Nader, Shane Larkin. I was gonna say Shane Larkin. Barry Larkin's son. Yep. I mean, not not to say not to take anything away from them, like you were saying, but we don't want to have to rely on them. No. Don't want to have to. Rely it's like on it's them. like relying on. Uh, we don't have to rely. It's like on relying on Jordan Bullard. Richards in the Super Bowl. It's like, who, why would you want to do that? Uh, <laughs> it's like relying on Eric Rowe. Like, why why would anyone do that? Bill. Just, uh, he's not a treat. Oh, man. We're not over it yet, folks. No. But this is, as we said, this is our final podcast of February. Our first podcast, the beginning of the month. Think of all the shit that's happened in our first month of the podcast. We started the day after, a couple days after the Super Bowl. It was a long Long February. The shortest month of the year, but it was long. Yep. When it comes to the. (laughs) When it comes sports to around sports, here, it is long. It's definitely very long. Yeah. And at least we get to, you know, cap it off with finally, after the first month, we get to do finally, some hip-hop. finally hit on some hip hop. We should hit on some hip hop. talking about almost we should every hit on week. Some I was going to do more Celtics, but we should get to the hip hop. We, we should. Because uh, we've kind of not been neglecting it, but we've it's just had so much As we said, it's been a talk. busy sports month. We've had so much very sports Very busy to talk sports about. month. Uh, we gotta uh, get, most months won't be this busy. We started with the Super Bowl. You know, so, I yeah. mean, <laughs> kicking it right off the right Super there. Bowl. <laughs> Ripping the Band-Aid off, as they say. Absolutely. Rip that bitch right off. <laughs> so now let's talk some hip-hop. 
We've got to start with local hip-hop, New England hip-hop. That's what we cover here, folks. Yep. we got to talk about Knock's album, Where's Knockout. Knock. Where's Knock? Knock hails from... Knockout is from Quincy. Quincy, Massachusetts. You know, he, I've known... I've seen no- him perform multiple times at Maggie's Lounge. Always puts on a good show. I also saw him at the Middle East, that show that you did a couple months ago. Yep, the Headshot He's Show. hell of an entertainer. Um, I've, I've known Knock for... Uh, I don't know, uh, probably three or four, maybe five years now. Yeah. But I've known of him for even longer than that. Yeah. Uh, he used to re- record with someone I knew, uh, my boy Logan, um, protege. Um, and I I just met him a few years ago, and he's he, the kid's progressed a ton in yeah. the short time that I've known him as a person. Uh, and even more since I first heard about him. Yeah, I gotta say, I I saw him probably first time maybe two years ago at Maggie's, and he's progressed, I mean... His performance, his performance alone is... He's a hell of a performer. That's the first thing I noticed about him. Not only does he bring a crowd, but he can capture a crowd that, you know, even if it's not all his people, like, he's great at capturing different crowds. I mean, he tours around, he's going out to South by Southwest. Yeah. He recently just did a tour. Where was he? He was in New York. He went to New York, Philly. Yeah. Um, either Philly or Pittsburgh, one of the two. I think it was Philly. Yeah. Uh, but he w- and then he went. He was up in New Hampshire for one show. He was down in at FET in Providence. Good stuff. Um, I think they did a Middle East show on that run. He's. Um, I mean, that's why the new album's Where's Knock. You know, he's all over the place. Where's Knock? I uh, saw. Uh, he's got those stickers. The Where's Knock stickers. When I went to your show a couple of months ago at uh, Middle East in the bathroom, I saw like a bunch of Where's Knock stickers on the wall. <laughs> yeah, everyone's looking for him, you know. Like you said before, he's got the Where's Waldo going. Yeah, the Where's was, Waldo theme on the cover. I like that. That was dope. Um, dope you know, album too. I got to uh, so getting into this album, I've I've listened to uh, Apartment Seven a handful of times. Yeah, um, I had listened to a handful of other Knockout songs. Um, fuck up a pack was one of them. Fuck up a pack, you know, that's that a was, classic. That was one of his great one of his video big too. Um, I, I gotta say, I've been most impressed with the songs on this album. Yeah. Uh, I'd say. What's your favorite one? We gotta know. My favorite one. It's gotta be. I'd I'd probably say Marilyn. Marilyn. Um, yeah, Maryland. It's okay. got it's got a dope vibe to it. Um, kind of like somewhat for the for the ladies a little bit. It's got some it's got some swaggy to it, you know. Um, I like uh, just, I like Monterey. I think that's my favorite one. You know, he's um, but I mean, Jesus, that's those aren't even uh, those are those are probably. Those are two out of my top three, I'd say. Yeah. Um, Issues is a good one. Yeah. The last song on the album. I'm a big fan of that one. Uh, oh, I'm even, on your Spotify even, here, right? Even on the intro, yeah, you are. All right. Let's play. Let's play some snippets here. Marilyn, you like? Yeah. I'd also say. Uh, you got it. You got it. I'd also say, um, do what I do. I like that song. All right. 
I'm gonna play that. I'm gonna play a little snippet of that. Let's hear it. Oh. <laughs> there it is. That's the that's your sound right there. What do we got going on here? Maryland. This is do what I do. Do what I do. He's got this crazy. He's he's got this jumpy, yeah. crazy, you know, uh, party vibe to him. Yeah. Uh, this album especially. I definitely got that feeling seeing him in concert. This this um like this album he could I feel like he could perform this whole album and like have the whole place jumping. Yeah. You know, yeah. this was. This was definitely a good project for him. A good project to buy Southwest, too. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Definitely a good one to drop before that. We'll also uh, pull up Monterey real quick. A little bit of Monterey. This is my personal favorite. Not, uh, Knockout, Knox Beats. Uh, Knox produced Beats, and engineered this Beats. one. Uh, we also... Um, he did the Pioneer song too. Uh, yep. Yeah. I was I was gonna try and use that as a segue later uh, on, but sorry, I ruined it's, it. It's all right. <laughs> you know, I'm all about my segues tonight. Yeah. But yeah, we got we got some Monterey. Gets a little deeper on this one, you know, talking where's knock and everything. Yeah. But he's also, he keeps that same vibe, you know, it's jumping around, it's that wild music. He's got the flow. This is that. He knows how to ride a beat. Exactly. We got some, we'll hit the hook real quick. Love the Jimi Hendrix reference, too. Yep. But yeah, Knock, uh, this Where's Knock album. Check it out. Check it out. Spotify, I believe, Apple Music, I believe. Anyway, this is what we're here to do. Promote good music that you may have not heard before, so. Exactly. Follow him on Facebook. Follow him. He's, I believe he's verified, I'm pretty sure, verified on Spotify. He's legit, people. Um, Follow him, uh, Knockout. At uh, on Instagram, I believe same on Twitter. You know, follow him on Facebook. That's where uh, that's where you can find all Knockout stuff. Oh yeah. And where's Knock? Knock that's out. his newest newest album. Check it I'm out. I'm bumping it on that Spotify Premium. Jack got that <laughs> cheap shit. I gotta listen to the ads and suggested tracks in between. But, but I'm I'm working my way through the album. Exactly. With we, all the ads and everything. Been doing and it's it. Fire every song. You know, friends. He got the video for friends. I didn't even mention friends, but I make the money. I don't make a lot of friends. Mm. I make the rappers. None you rappers is my. I make the mm. money. None you rappers is my friends. You know, murders yes. that. You know, yes. uh, love it. So Good knockout. Stuff. Great work with the album. I'm yeah, a fan. I'm a fan. Good work, brother. Anyone who listens is gonna be a fan. We also, um, you know. As as we're talking about knockout, we brought up Knox. We got um Joiner. That new Joiner and Chris Brown track. So before we start, what are your thoughts on Joiner doing a song with Chris Brown? Um honestly when I I uh, saw before a couple days before it came out, he he announced he had a song coming out with Chris Brown. Obviously I thought he would have had Chris Brown singing a hook. 
right? Yeah, I I didn't know. I didn't really. expect Chris Brown to be rapping on it. No, I didn't either. Um, and I don't think Chris Brown's a great rapper. I think he can flow. No, his flow on it was his flow was good, but his lyrics I wasn't impressed with. I don't think he's on the level of Joiner. No, Joiner killed it as always. Joiner got a wild flow on it. He's. Um, I just think it was it was an interesting choice by Joiner. It is. Like he could have had. He wanted someone to spit a verse on his song. He could have picked any like big name rapper, and he went with Chris Brown. And well, that's really his biggest feature so far, I think. Well, you think about it, and this cat, this this song, and they're doing a whole album together. So prepare right. yourself. Yeah. But I hope Chris Brown think, isn't rapping on every song. Honestly, I hope he's singing on some songs. I think it's more for the um, that swaggy, you know that because uh, it's. You know, the new age kind of rap is that trap, like... Yeah, but Joyner's not like that. No, he's not, but I think He likes the trap beats, though. He does, but and he, I think he adds, he likes, like, a lyrical element to it. And I think he and, likes the fact that Chris Brown is talented, where he can do the singing shit, mm-hmm. and he can still ride a beat and, like, yeah. have a good flow. Yeah. You know, he's saying more than some fucking people are saying. Oh, no, he's not bad. You he's know? not bad, but he's not on the level of Joyner, and I think if Joyner really wanted to challenge himself... And go for a big name rapper. He would have gone for like, I don't know, someone well, from Slaughterhouse. Who's to, or say, like, who's to say he wants he wants to challenge himself? Maybe he just wants to make good music. He just, maybe he just wants to vibe out. Because that's what this song. I sit. I, yeah, I'm I just think if you're gonna get Chris song, Chris Brown in a song, have him. Especially if you're a great rapper, you know he's not gonna rap to your level. Have him sing a hook for you. He's not like, trying to rap to his level. He's I, just trying to. They're trying to make a good song. It's a, but it's a why, commercial why, song. why get someone on your song who you know you're gonna outrap them? Like, I don't know. I feel like because he he's it's not a song about like lyrical content. This song's but not Joyner's about. Joyner's pretty lyrical on it, it's, to a point. To a but point. like, not his keeps, best. But no, but he keeps like he's more about the flow on this one. Like yeah. that's what this this song's a vibe song. Yeah, I just think Chris Brown was a weird choice. I'm not saying I don't dislike the song. I like it. I just I, I think he could have gotten a better rapper on there and made a better song. I don't yeah, I don't know. I don't think I think for what it was, like they were just trying to have fun like you yeah. see the video. They I mean, how often fun. does Chris Brown rap? I remember on He's uh, been rapped like he's rapped and He he um, raps like that song Look at Me Now with uh Chris Brown and But he's and done Wayne. radio freestyles. He's I mean with he's Buster in it, and, and you Wayne. know. Yeah. He's he's not like not no, like No, I know. Just, and he's not terrible, like I said. It's just not his strong suit. He's a he's a pop singer. No, and who's to say they're not just friends? They get along. They, they I guess. I didn't a good know they re- even knew each other. They got a good rapport with each other. I guess so. Well, we're going to play and, it for you. You know, we got, yeah, we'll throw a little snippet Let's on see there. see what you think. Play some of the Chris Brown verse. We got a little bit. Knox Beats. This is big for New England hip hop. You know, on the big mix. Big for New England hip hop. New England artist doing a song with Breezy. Mm-hmm. 
natural Talk to the dick, honestly I'm dope, bitch, coming like any mini money more celebrate I don't like when I lose And if I don't buy her them shoes, I don't like those Regulate, do anything that I want to Think I'm going dance on the moon like Michael Elevate While I'm driving, I'm walking in the sky Listen, shooters, we jump inside of the view You duck a half in the room, a couple choppers, acoustic And a guitar when the music is, I'm alive and I use it It's like inside of the cutest, I never lie But the truth is, I'm fucking tired of these losers And all my life, want the food when it's other time in the truth But I'd rather die than lose losers, I'm out of time for my losing And shot a jobs with the movement So, as you can tell from our little preview there, that's the first first piece of the song. For, as well, you can tell, Joyner absolutely slaughtered Chris Brown. <laughs> they're two different rappers. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying. You know, that. Oh, Jesus. I'm kicking shit over. Now you're kicking your own speaker over. Don't be mad right. at yourself. <laughs> I'm just saying, Chris Brown's not a rapper. He's a singer. He can rap a little bit. Yeah. But Jonah I mean, Lucas is one of the best rappers in the game right now, and I think he could have had a better rapper on there. That's all I'm saying. He, he could have, but, I mean, maybe that's not how the beat spoke to him, you know? Okay. He can, that's he's fine. friends with Royce the Five Nine. I'm sure he can get Royce the Five Nine on any song he I would have rather heard Royce on this song, but. You know, it, and lyrically, yeah, but that's obviously not what they were going for. I guess not. You know, they were going for. I'm all right with it. I'm still going to bump it. Yeah, I mean, it's I'm a, still going to bump it. It's a vibe song. So I can't it's even not, talk shit because I'm still going to listen to this song a lot, probably. You know, and, <laughs> and it's the vibe. It's the vibe shit, but it's still got, like, that's what that's why Join is there. It's a vibe song with, right. you know, and you hear well, him Joyner go off. Doesn't, Joyner doesn't know how to not slaughter a song lyrically. And like, he does every, any beat he's on, he just, he goes in. You know, and he's... He goes with the vibe shit at some point. Yeah. Like in this song. Um I mean, especially like they kinda they really kinda go into some melodies towards the end. Yeah. And you know, they kinda just tried to hit I think they tried to hit on everything and like every kind of aspect, you know? Yeah. Like there's like kinda like the um and I'm I'm not when I say like trappy shit, it's not like Bumble rap trap. It's like no. Well, like like we said before, Joiner likes the trap beats, but he's he adds like a lyrical element to them. Yeah, and like that's you know Chris Brown like which is I like, like that. Like I love. I think trap beats are dope. I just think a lot of times they get wasted with shitty yeah. rappers. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know what sure. I mean. And trust me, <laughs> it's I'm, like it's like when someone like you know Lil Pump puts out Gucci Gang, and you're like, oh, this is garbage, but the beat's kind of hard, and then. You know, guys like Joyner are coming out and slaughtering the beat, and you're like, "All right, this is better." Like now, this yeah. this is how the beat was supposed to be used. I mean, you know me; <laughs> I'm I'm more inclined to the lyrical absolutely. stuff like this, absolutely. Like, um, you know, the lyrical stuff. It ain't. Um, I mean, that's not like they were trying to make something commercial with this one, you know? Yeah, I, I'm sure. Like, but there's still an element of lyricism to it because that's just Joyner's game. He doesn't exactly. know how to not be lyrical. Exactly. You know? Exactly, and that's you know that's they're trying to trying to fine tune it, you know, trying to blend it together, you know. I like it. I like it. I yeah. can vibe with it. We also now this is uh, 
more my forte with the lyrical stuff. Yeah. Um, we have a new... Uh, Flawless. Well, we have new Flawless. We have new... Oh, and we have Tootie. And we have Tootie. We have new Flawless and Janicus. We have new Tootie. We also have... What else? Connecticut's own Apathy. Apathy. Uh, just dropped him and self-titled. Dropped a song with M.O.P. Stomp um, Rappers. Stomp Rappers. I think I did. I did hear about Pro- this actually. Produced by C. Lance. Um, right. And this one, I mean, this is M.O.P.'s hype with the lyrical ability of Apathy and Self-Titled. Mm-hmm. Over, I mean, it's it's just. Over Sea Lance's production, it's like the beat bangs. There's a ton of not just uh, not just incredible mic presence, but uh, there's like a ton of like the song is just like it's just an anthem. It mm-hmm. just makes you want to get up and start stomping rappers. All right, you let's know? hear it. Then. Like we let's got, play it. we got some. Uh, I'm amped now. This is uh, got me fired up. This is definitely some dope shit off uh, Apathy's newest. Um, he's dropping an album, I think, within the next couple of weeks. Um, drawing a blank on the name of it right now, but it is coming soon. And um, he, I know he's going on the West Coast tour uh, pretty soon. Him and Self Titled are going to do a West Coast run. So, word, Apathy, Connecticut. <laughs> As you can tell, you know it's this one's a it's a kind of a 180 from what we just listened to. Yeah, we just preview with the joiner and well, we like all kinds of hip hop here. We don't discriminate. Exactly, especially you know talented, yep. talented, talented local talent, hip hop. You know, we'll talk about you. Um, you know these. Um, I mean these guys. Apathy's been best one of the best in New England for how many years now? I don't. It's been a while. It's been a while. He has. I mean, I mean part of the army of pharaohs. Connecticut, you think of Chris Webby. He was way before Chris Webby. Yeah. And, I mean, it shows to his longevity. And, I mean, he's doing a ton of work with some incredible artists now. Yeah. And uh, I feel like now he's getting more notoriety than he ever really did. Kind of like how R.A. the Rugged Man did a little bit. Yeah. Um also, it deserves mentioning that uh, one of our hosts here, Eastie, opened for Apathy. Yeah, we about last almost, May, almost, almost yeah. a year ago, almost a year ago. Oh, getting there. 
But ENF, baby. ENF. They open for Apathy. Open up for Apathy and self-titled up at uh, the Middle East. That was a dope show. Yep. Uh, that was that was a real dope show. We got a video shot that night. The plug. Check it out on YouTube. The plug. Shameless. It's a shameless self-promotion uh, little thing right there. We're all about self-promotion here. we yeah. got to promote ourselves. You know, but, uh, yeah, so this, uh, I'm really excited. ENF. You know, it's a plug. Look it up. Look it up on YouTube. It's right up there. Sandal Films. Yeah. Smokescreen Visuals. Um, they, uh, Sandal Films put it together. Smokescreen with the uh, additional footage. Hell yeah. Uh, but back to this song. Um. We didn't hit the hit MOP's part uh, in the preview, you know. Um, but they, I mean, this is classic MOP going back and forth, and it was just, you know, this this is just that up in your face, mm-hmm. like it's hardcore st- shit. Stomp a rapper out, uh, I don't know, just, just some dope from beginning to end. It's all lyrical, you know, yep. all lyrical, all Raw. up in your face too. It's Raw all lyrics. That's all you get. It's dope. We also want to hit on flawless. One last. Oh, we got. We got. Oh, flawless we got two. And two yeah, we, we got, got two, two last. And I also want to uh, play a cipher from from flawless that he posted on his Instagram. I think yesterday. All right. So, but let's check out his new track with Jada Kiss. This is another big collaboration for New England. New England rapper doing a song with Jada. That's a big deal. Flawless, you showed him to me. I think we were still in high school, so I've been I've known about him for a while. You but you introduced me to him, his music. Yeah, probably a, yeah. Li- a while ago. Yeah, it would probably have to be about seven, six or seven years ago. Yeah. So I've been following him, you know, since then, and definitely and been, one of the dopest in New England since those days of Pressure Three. Pressure Three, you know. Um, pressure Six, which he dropped last year, is unbelievable. Um, definitely one of the best rappers in New England. If you haven't heard him yet, check it out. Yeah, he just... New song with Jadakiss. He did the show, um, that, that Jadakiss and Fabulous show, the Freddie vs. Jason show down in, uh, I think it was at Lupo's. It was either at Lupo's or Fett. Word. In, uh, Providence. And, um, you know... Providence, Rhode Island. That's where he's from. One of the best in New England. Here's his new song with Jada. Weapon and done a lot of killing. Real stacking body on body. I call it bodybuilding. Brought somebody with me that's cold blooded. Body chilling. Top five killer. I'm about to learn how to body different. Real. I'm a problem that this show won't test. Take one down. Guarantee nobody won't go next. They see me and I'm the person that they won't vote get. Just think Trump. I got some buttons that they won't go press. I'm on a killer spree. Over the beef. I'm Mickey D's like. Tell whoever's over the counter. I need the cheese like. Walking with a shoulder that's colder to make a breeze. All I smell is the set of fear seeping through the Febreze at the Cause hating is a sin uh, And not watching me is probably where you should begin Gotta be your own man, don't be anybody twin And I'll put your lights out just so mine will never dim I can see it in their eyes almost everywhere I go Cause I've been on the high but they want me feeling low Wanna see me feeling stressed but I'm way too blessed I just kill them with success Let the bodies hit the flow Let the bodies hit the Kill them, kill them, Let the bodies hit the let the bodies hit the With a brick tied to it. Mm. Don't even approach him, let the kiss guy do it. Yeah. Coke is off white with the zip tied through it. Yeah. When they left him all bloody, they thought he was pyroing. I was killing shit before I signed my first contract. For the ink ride, I was already in combat. Camp Crystal Lake, I was already beyond that. Shoot 
shoot you in your face, turn around, give the nine back. Who I gave you to, where they go, never mind that. Do some homework, get them later, I can line that. But bread, you can get his address, I can find Well, this is that classic. <clears throat> this, this is some classic East Coast. Yeah. More like, you know, it's a, a little bit up in your face. Gang, it's gangster. And it's lyrical, you yep. know. It's got it's got a little bit of everything in it, you know. When it comes to that East Coast grind, like grind, grindy, gritty music, yep. you know yep. that that. I think both rappers were on top of their game on that one. Jada brought a fire verse. He did. He certainly did. I'm curious to know if they went right from that show right to the studio. They might have. You know, could have been. Yeah. And uh, maybe we can get flawless on the show and ask him. Who knows? Maybe we see. Uh, Maybe we see a video from it too. You know that would be would be that a dope would be video. Dope. That would be dope. Um, as you know, Jada Kiss has worked with Millie's from Cambridge, so he's familiar with the New England rap scene. Oh yeah, to an extent. He's um yeah he's he's been been around. He enjoys Boston for sure. He definitely yeah, likes Boston. Definitely likes Who the New England area. You know exactly. <laughs> you don't fuck I like it. Get out of here. <laughs> But yeah, that's. I was good to see him do a song with Flawless. As I said, I've been following Flawless for a while since you introduced him to me years ago, and you know, to see a New England rapper do a song with someone like Jada Kiss, that's a big deal. Yeah, and that was. And a, they both killed it. Was a dope, dope song. Now I want to play this cipher that uh, Flawless posted on his Instagram. All right, keeping with not the segue. A, not thing. a cipher, but a. Well, verse he did on the radio station. I forget what station it was. Ah. Ah. I see. Here we go. Flawless got DJ bars, Franchise? I don't know. Flawless definitely. DJ Franchise, uh, Warwick, Rhode Island, based out of Rhode Island. So he went on this show and just ripped this verse right here. So check it out. He can wrap his ass off. Hold on. There we go. That's another story. One more try. On, One here. more try, folks. Let's go, Jackie. We got this. But that's another story. Point him out. Nothing for me. Sending shots like have a drink, champ. What up the Nori? Gotta work on my off days. Ain't nobody to cover for me. Some of them so bad, they've been having their mother call me. We get the cash, no need to ask on how we made it. I suck at math. Everything we did was calculated. I'm not gonna say it's oversaturated. But I wouldn't even let you rappers cross the stage if you graduated. I gravitated towards being great. Make no mistake. Either go around or you'll face me. Pick a fake. They ask me how many years left. Give or take. I just look at him sideways and figure eight. Infinite uh. schemes, so into his dreams. If you on top, I just hope you know what interim means. Yeah, that's temporary. You, that's secondary. Y'all won't even last 30 days. That's February. Uh. R.I., the first two letters arise. Respect is something earned. It comes with a sense of pride. Supply and demand. Yeah, we heard it all our lives. You just got to make sure that they demand what you supply. Yes. Wow. Hard. All right. All right. Uh, yeah, I hadn't heard that before. So I just saw a... that, what was it, yesterday that he dropped it, I think. Wow, that was uh, yeah. some That line where he says, how many years he got left, give or take. I just look, look at him sideways and say figure eight, like infinity sign. That's crazy. That's fucking, that's lyricism right there. It is. He can he can definitely rap his ass off. Mm-hmm. That just proves it right there even more, you know. Yep. Let alone the song with Jada. Absolutely, one of the best in New England. Check him out if you haven't. Exactly. Finally, Tootie. 
save uh, save the Tootie the future for last. We're gonna uh, we're gonna talk about um, Weymouth based MC. Uh, one of my good friends works down uh, goes to school down in Florida. You know, went through the Air Force and everything. Salute. Salute to Toot, baby. Salute to Toot. He just dropped his newest newest single, newest uh, project. And I say project in the sense that, you know, he's, um, this is, uh, you go to sound, go hear this song. It's called Where Does Time Go? It's produced by Tootie, engineered by Tootie, written, recorded, rapped by Tootie. You'll find it soundcloud.com slash audio rehab productions. Mm-hmm. And this one's called Where Does Time Go? He produces himself, right? Yep. He's uh, really stepping it up, and he's graduating, about to hit another school and keep this shit moving. So He's putting everything he's got into this. He's got a, you know, he's got a dream to be a musician. He's, he's putting in the time and the money and the, the work, and he's investing his... You know his life into this this dream. So let's let's hear it. Exactly. This is when we say local hip hop with talent. Yeah, this is what we're talking about. Yeah. So you better have something on par with this. Inside of my body, hot as a bottle of wasabi, riding inside of my soul. Drop out the pedestrians, the hate on the side of the road. Racing for the finish line, I still get a mile to go. Swallow my body. 
automatic, so I cock it and lock it and load. Caught a habit, falling backwards on top of my toes. Alcoholic addict, causing habit, my thoughts sporadic. The static energizing an electrical shock that explodes. And I still got a question, you're not gonna know. How can I freeze time, stopping the clock till it froze? If my mind's in the past, then how do I grow? If I fly, will I crash? How would I know if I never tried to succeed? From the sweat to the blood to the tears, like I cry till I bleed. Tootie, ladies and gentlemen. So as you can tell from hearing the song, it's a kind of a, a ballad sort of song, I guess. Kinda. Not, yeah. It's not not as long as a ballad, but it's a it's a it's him fighting his demons, you know, fighting his demons, trying to trying to race against time to get to achieve his dream, you know, see uh, exactly, you know, um, what's gonna run out first is time. That bottle, yeah, fighting his fighting his demons, or is he gonna make it? Definitely you know? an ill concept for a song. Um, you can, as you can tell, I mean, obviously the lyrics are on point, the flow is on point. My favorite thing about Tootie is the passion in his voice. Exactly, you He's, can feel it when you listen to it. You can you can feel exactly you the don't, passion. Like you you know that he he felt what he was saying. And you can exactly. just tell. That should, there that are certain should. artists where you can just tell in their voice that they actually... And there are certain artists where you're like, this dude was just making a song just to make a song. And then there are certain artists where you listen to the song and you're like, this dude was making a song because he wanted to say something, you know? He had to get something and off his chest. Get, exactly. And that's exactly, exactly what he he just did with that newest song. Absolutely. And uh, I got, you know, got to give gotta give my boy props, baby. That's Tootie the future. Absolutely. It's my dog. That's, ta- that's real talent right there, so go and support it. Play Check it. out his SoundCloud. Exactly. Audio Rehab Productions on SoundCloud.com. Mm-hmm. Tootie the Future. Good shit. Remember where you heard him first, if you haven't heard him before. Boston's Big Podcast. Giving you all the best local hip-hop. Local hip-hop. Local sports. We yep. got it all, baby. Speaking of local sports, I want to add one thing in before we depart here. I don't know if you want to go to this, but uh, Thursday, Terry Rozier at the South Shore Plaza. All right, maybe he's gonna that... be he's gonna be taking pictures, signing autographs. I'm going, so if any of you want to go, see me there. We Meet Jack out. over there. Maybe yep. I'll make an appearance. Maybe I'll make yep. an appearance at the Terry Rozier. Maybe Boston's Big Podcast will make an appearance yep. at the Terry Rozier we appearance. Might. We might. You know, we'll be signing autographs too, taking pictures, whatever you want. Exactly, come, <laughs> come get something signed. Hell yeah! And before we before we take off, we got the, in this Bruins game about thirteen Tied minutes three, left three, in the third. Left. By the time you hear this, you'll know the outcome. Exactly. But uh, enjoy the fighting like they usually do. I hope you guys enjoyed this week. First month is under wraps. We yeah. got it under wraps. And we finished up with hip-hop. How's that for the ultimate segue of segues? Started with the Super Bowl, finished with hip-hop. Great first month. Exactly. Appreciate everyone Looking checking out the to first many month. many more months. Keep listening. We'll be back every week, Tuesdays. Exactly. Mark your calendar. We yep. out. Peace.